You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hey, this is Henry from the United Empire. You're listening to the Okada Shorts Podcast. Crowns up, boy! Curtis, I got to tell you, there's yeah. nothing that really fucking gets me in a good mood for starting an episode of a Carter Shorts quite like fucking equipment failure. That doesn't send me into an absolute <laughs> paralyzing rage when I have mere moments that before I need to be asleep. That doesn't fucking send no. me like you haven't seen. It's done it to me once before. It's this particular USB cable that I know is a problem, but I ain't had time to deal with it. So we're just going to have to yeah. run again. If you stop talking, we know what it is now. It did to me once before. But- Cost me but you an know entire the, episode with a, an interview. Oh, that's fucking garbage. Yeah, but you know it made me mad me, then too. You know what gets me mm-hmm. amped though? Mm-hmm. Is that part in the song where it goes, meow, meow, meow. He does those Yeah, those that bends. is good. That meow, did bring me back. I've got to tell part. you, that that did bring me back. Well, what I had well, said on the previous fucking recording before we lost it was, don't worry, everybody, we haven't done the entire episode otherwise. I would just quit the show. Um, but the but we had basically touched base on we're not recording a DYS uh, for our lovely Patreon listeners this week. Or did we last week? Sorry, things have been rough. And also I've been a bit sicky the last couple of days. And our mate Curtis is about to fly out to Portugal. So mm-hmm. we're going to hit G Wandering like we always do, like the shorts always do, one episode for every night of the G1 because we like to fucking hurt ourselves like that. Uh, and then we'll do an extra long one for everybody as we get towards, you know, the end of the G1 during finals and everything like that. How's that sound? Sounds fair? It's going to be great. We got some We got some, um, some things cooking for the middle and the end of the G1, yeah. some, uh, some special things that might be on the horizon. So you'll have fun with it. It'll be great. You're going to get tons of episodes, literally an episode per night. Yep. It's going to be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see till we get into the dregs of like, Night seven, night eight, night nine. I can't wait to see who goes to jail. Dude, it's going to be fucking fantastic. Dude, when I was fucking, when I was breaking it down earlier tonight, I was having, I was conversing with my wife and we were kind of talking through some of the scenarios. And I was like, it's fucking open season in the G1 this year. It's fucking, it's so hard to predict what is going to happen. So I for one can't actually wait. So let's let's ju- jump straight into it because I am going to fucking. Like, there's just so much to talk about and we don't have our entire lives. I do want to make a quick fucking honorary mention to the stupidness of strong pay-per-views and how fucking hard it was to even just find where those Independence Day shows were. Like, I even watched the Super J cast in real time doing what I did. Where is this fucking piece of shit? Live on YouTube? Not there. 
Let's have a look through Fight. Nowhere to be found. Guess it's only on the fucking New Japan site for like 30 bucks or whatever. It was just an absolute nightmare. So speaking of people going to jail, fucking New Japan strong, go to jail. I, I fucking hate that dude. New Japan of America shows. Okay, yeah, they're they're booking these big guys in America. They've got to pay for the you know venues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They're we've we've talked about it multiple 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 times. But like New Japan of America shows are always pay per views. Okay, cool. What about a New Japan of America show in Japan? Yeah. We still have to fucking pay for that shit too. Yeah. God damn it, dude. Go the fuck to jail. And don't you want like people to watch these fucking talents? Like, don't you want them to fucking pay money? Like. Like, just actually see them to then pay money to see them? Like, yeah. Anyway, we're not going to go on an entire you've got, tier. You've got um, you've got your Netflix subscription, but you have to pay an extra, you got to pay an extra 10 pounds to watch fucking uh, Stranger Things. Uh, sorry, bro. Yeah. Now, also, speaking of people to go to jail, Netflix for fucking charging you per screen like absolute dogs. What? I mean, admit, that's a thing they're doing in Australia now. I don't know if it's a thing. So, I mean, admittedly, we're doing the Fuck wrong right thing off. because we all trade account details, right? Like my, yeah. my, I should do it. Do I say this on the fucking air? I don't know. Anyway, oh, everybody no. fucking does. I don't care. We can't anymore anyway. So she paid for Netflix. We had something else and she got that, you know, quid pro quo. Yeah. But then Netflix locked down on it. So like if you're in a different uh, IP address or whatever, like on your TV, it's like, are you on holiday? What are you doing? You only get X amount of screens or you got to pay extra for it. So you can't even. Not today, f- ISIS, you don't get to fucking know where I'm at. Yeah. You can't, you can't farm out your fucking subscription services for to your friends anymore. It's fucking daylight robbery. It's horrible. Eat shit. Eat fucking bastards. Eat Go literal shit. Exactly. Eat so a bag of shit and lick that bag. <laughs> I know it's fucked. Anyway, I get. I, oh, I mean, can I talk I, about RevPro real fast? Oh yes, like, just, just a couple of things that happened at RevPro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the first the first great thing that happened at RevPro, uh, fucking Tom Lawler debuted for RevPro. Oh, that's uh, that's the first time I've ever gotten to see Tom Lawler live. So that was the fucking shit. Um, we had, uh, Zachy, Zachy, uh, showed up and mm-hmm. had a fucking technical masterclass with Jordan breaks. Jordan breaks is for anybody who's ever seen, uh, English wrestling legend, uh, Johnny Saint. He is Johnny Saint 2.0. He is the second coming of Johnny Saint. There you go. He, uh, he and Zach put on a fucking hell of a show, uh, Sweet. came down to, uh, just masterclass in submission wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing that happened, Will, uh, Will Ospreay came out to fight a young man named Leon Slater. Leon's 18, 19 years old. Wow. He's friends with Maloney. Mm-hmm. So Will is looking at taking taking 10, 10 fucking lashes out of Leon Slater to get to Maloney uh, for something that happened in New Japan, which is fucking awesome. Uh, great competitive match. Leon Slater is phenomenal. And um, Will did end up beating him with the Storm Driver. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, oh, that, the fucking uh, head Tiger drop. Driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Uh, and uh afterwards continued to like beat like 10 shades of shit out of him mm-hmm. maloney wasn't so announced to be there maloney did show up and uh go after will huh. will got on the mic and said if i can get to leon i can get to you i'm in your fucking head i'm in your fucking walls cope and seethe you know that sort of shit and then <laughs> fucking maloney picks up slater and fucking puts him in the drilla kill and he's like if you can't hurt my friend if he's not my friend anymore fuck you <laughs> it was- <laughs> It was goddamn I awesome. I, I literally was like, what's going on? Maloney's a fucking nutbag. And um, <laughs> then uh, finally, the great Ocon, all hail, uh, oh, wow. who has never been 
beaten. He has never been, he's never been uh, submitted or pinned mm-hmm. on the island in the United Kingdom ever. Mm-hmm. Submitted last night to a fucking half Boston crab from the OJMO, Michael Oku, who is the new Rev Pro British heavyweight champion. Shit. Yeah, dude, it was a fucking hell of a match. I was uh, I was I was legitimately fucking torn. My wife said, you know, my wife, huge Oku, uh, Oku fan, huge Okan fan. Mm-hmm. You know, who are you going to go for, darling? She said, I think it's Michael Oku's time. Um, I was talking to Sipsy, a uh, friend mm-hmm. of the show. Sipsy, what up, Sipsy? What up, and Sipsy? Uh, Sipsy said that he thought Okan was going to retain because they got the big uh, anniversary show coming up in August. Mm-hmm. No, neither, neither. It was Oku's time, yeah. and uh, it was it was a hell of a match. It was a hell of a match. Um, a little bit of Western wrestling, like managers on the outside and big bumps. And there was a bit of walk and brawl and stuff, but it sure. was entertaining as fuck. Mm-hmm. No one's got charisma oozing out of their ears like fucking Michael Oku does. Yeah. Um, He's hell good, of a eh? show. He's good. I like him. A He's lot. so good. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Great times. Great times at the uh, at the old. Rev Pro, your call show. Absolutely. So, it, it, it sounded like a wicked time, and I was real jealous when you were laying out that lineup for me. Maybe that's something that we'll cover a bit more in the old DYS as time goes by. Oh, maybe. I like that idea. Yeah, exactly. Give you a chance to rant on about it. Yeah, that works. That works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it got me. Speaking of the G1, I, I walked up to Ocon after the show. I said, hey, bro, you better win uh, this. Sorry, bitch. you lost your title. <laughs> but here comes here comes the G1. Let's fucking go. And he seemed pretty amped for uh, for getting the G1 started. So he was like, I had to get that I. anchor off me, get that anchor off me yeah. and head for the fucking <laughs> the world title. That's what's up. Yeah, I can't can't have this this baby belt. I got to have the real. Belt. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Well, let's. Uh, oh, Maloney Maloney dropped the fucking uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Belt like just out of arm's reach. I was trying. I was like, I gotta grab it and just fucking go. I gotta run out of your call with this fucking belt, and he it was just just out of arch, arm re, arms reach from my seat. I've um have I held that belt, or is it was it the. Or was it the tag belt? I'd have to have a look at the picture. Hang on, it's probably on the wall. When the Young Bucks came here, they were one of the IWGP titles. Hang on. They only won the heavyweight once, I believe. Yeah. No, I think it's the junior title, yeah. I think I've got a junior title and a Ring of Honor tag title in that photo. Yeah, yeah, it was was the junior junior titles. I was trying. Hot. And, of course, Will had the big red belt with him, which was gorgeous, beautiful. It's an interesting, yeah, we'll talk about that that red belt because that's an interesting wrinkle in this tournament, I think. I know. Yeah, because oh. it's like I sort of have my sort of predictions about where Will would go and then every time I think I know what's going on, I think about that big red bitch and I'm like, but what's that doing there? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, should we- and, and, and have we have we finally accepted the fact that uh, Will – is now the mid card guy in the United Empire, and it's Okan's time. It's Okan's time to be now. You get the now world champion. Well, I mean, he is the leader, and they all know it. So that that's totally fine. Well, let's go ahead. What do you reckon? <laughs> do you reckon we just run through the blocks? Thoughts on each participant, then go through best case, worst best case. case. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, then. Or should we, or should we um, do our thoughts on the block, and then best case, worst case for that block, and then move on to the next one. 
Yeah, we could do that, and and then do all the quarter, then do the quarters and semis and stuff at the end. Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah. Okay, then. So okay, let's break it down. A block. A, hit me. All right. So the A block looks like one of the more storytelling blocks here. Um, you've got it's the young man's block. Sonata and the kids. (laughs) Yep, Sonata and the Sonata and the kids. Uh, you've got starting at the top is Sonata, the. IWGP heavy world heavyweight champion, Sikai heavy Q champion. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on Sonata currently? Um, he's definitely Sonata. Um, I he is definitely Sonata. I yes, that's still true. don't give a fuck about him really. If I'm honest, um, I think he has had one and a half good matches since I've been watching him. And that is yet to change. So I do think they're on the slow burn with him. And I do like what they're kind of doing, you know, with the guys, with this sort of like crafty Sonata where he's thinking about his opponents and stuff like that. But, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see where she goes. Okay. Next up, Shota Umino. How do you feel about Mr. Tumnus Pants, like you call him? Mm, I like Mr. Tumnus Pants. Uh, I think we're going to see some cool stuff from Shota. I don't know if he's in the running to win this block, but I think you're going to see like a pretty healthy showing from him. Do you think uh, we're going to see bad boy, you know, BCC version of him here or, or it's like Tumnus City? <laughs> I'm sure Tumnus City sticks. is bad boy version of Shona Uno. I don't. I don't think that there is a bad boy version. Of it's Shona like Uno. it's like what we said in that other show where it's like you don't even know how badass he's got to be to like hang out with those dudes. But we were in that shit. Like they're all afraid of him at that stage. Yeah, he's writer. He's ride or die. Fucking Shona Uno. Yeah, like yeah. fucking they they don't care. Like they're they're like yeah we're gonna go outside and we're gonna rob a bank. And he's like cool let's go. It's like when all what the gangsters are afraid of like the the rich pimp on the block. You know like he's got this like big fluffy white coat and shit and everyone's like who's this motherfucker man they're like yo don't even play with that guy like don't even don't fuck even around that. yeah exactly <laughs> that's silky silky will stab you <laughs> that's what it's like okay all right uh next up speaking of bad motherfuckers how about ren narita how's mm. our boy ren ren looking coming into this g1 you think he's gonna make some noise <sighs> this is this is such an inter- interesting block because everybody's so unproven in it you know what I mean? Like, it's so many yeah. new names that it's hard to fucking say. I think it's going to be like a real fucking, you know how that block last year was just like, I think it was D block was just like the shit show block where everybody was like so tired. Like, yeah, th- there's no real status quo here. So I think with like the exception of like Sonata and probably Suji, like I don't think yeah, there's yeah. going to be – and. I think Kimi is going to do really well, but I think you're probably going to see like Sonata and Suji being really dominant, all the rest scrambling together. And then, we I mean, we'll talk about our finalists and stuff like that. And then I think you'll see Kimi get through just on like the numbers, like the correct wins to, to get through that. That could be a thing. That could mm-hmm. be a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Yoda Suji, um, how is he looking coming in? I mean, we we've seen him come back. We've seen him had have some really impressive moments. Uh, he's he's been anywhere and everywhere, just fucking psyching people up. He looks like a season arc anime villain. Yeah, is a uh, 
you know, what, what, what I saw on, on Twitter, people are saying like, he looks like a dude who would be your, your nemesis mm-hmm. in high school, you yeah. know, the, the cool guy. Absolutely. Um, is that enough to carry him through to a G1 block win? Mm. I think there's a real chance there is. I feel like all that presentation and everything and like the dominant performance he put on against Sonata, I don't think they're going to waste that. Like all that goodwill. They created a monster that day and I think they're going to continue on that path. Like I don't know if he's winning the entire G1. I probably wouldn't go that far, but I think he's going to put a fucking hurting on a lot of the people in this block and like in a pretty like fucking, you know, I don't know, fucking – who who's like diesel? I don't know. I'm trying to yeah. think of big men kind of way. You know, uh, American badass. Take. I don't know. why I'm thinking all the worst, worst big men <laughs> examples of all time. But you know what I'm saying. Like he's just gonna psycho Sid vicious. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's just gonna be like really kick shit through people. That doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna win a G1 block because people can eke out wins and everybody can kind of get out pretty unscathed. But I, I think he's gonna be really dominant. All right, next up, speaking of dominant, speaking of big guy, Vahikuleo. He can't wrestle, so I'm not really worried about him that much. Ouch. <laughs> moving on that one. Damn. Okay. Cool, moving on. I mean, uh, I mean, he can. I just don't care, man. I just don't care. I wish I cared. Give me a reason to care, Hikuleo. That's all I'm saying. Like, he, he kicked Jay out of Japan, and then it was just, like, never to be heard from again. Like, what the fuck's up with yeah. that, man? Well, that, he became strong champion after that. Oh, wow. Who gives a fuck? Like, I don't care. Nobody Eddie cares. Eddie Kingston does. <laughs> he cares a lot, more than anybody should really, but that's fine. Um, I think that his match with Jay was really, really good, but also Jay is really, really good, you know? So I just yeah. think um, I think there's an opportunity here for him to, sh- to show something, and it's going to be him, like, against – other really athletic young guys, and so he's going to need to show something here. I feel like this is a yeah, huge yeah. sink or swim block for him because he can very, very, very easily look like shit. Like, yeah, that's going to be the the litmus test, right? Like yeah. when you're going up against Shoto Umino, Ren Narita, Yoda Suji, Gabe Kid, Kaito Kiyomiya, young dudes, yeah. all under all under 27, 28 years old. Yeah. All of them are finally making their come up. All of them have fresh new um, personas and move sets and everything like mm-hmm. that. And your world champion in that block, you can make some noise. Put up or shut up time. Yeah, let's go. And like three of them, the company just went. These are the new musketeers of the company. Yeah. Like, what yeah. do you think about putting all the new musketeers in the same block? Yeah, I, the musketeer thing was pretty funny. I thought <laughs> stirred up all that shit, but um, uh, I think I think it's interesting. Like. Everybody w- would have said it. They would have thought this would be the Okada block, right? Just him kicking shit out of all the kids. But instead, they've put Sonata in there. So it it really is such an interesting block because everybody in it's completely unproven. So yeah, I don't even know what to think about it. How about Chase Owens? Uh, I think Chase Owens has been put in there as the steady hand of the block. To be honest, like, definitely, uh, he's, definitely, he's he's got the ability to carry. Uh, anyone who doesn't feel up to snuff. Yeah. I think that Chase Owens is going to be a guy that you will see good matches out of night in and night out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's going to be, he's going to be just fine uh, in this block mm-hmm. show, like showing the kids around. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, how about kids? Speaking of kids, how about Gabe Kid? Yeah, uh, I've been loving all Gabe Kid shit talking and everything like Dude. that. So I think he's going to be definitely the most vocal in the block. That's for sure. <laughs> it feels like this is the longest we've gone in a while without Gabe Kid um, having having issues, and it feels really good. It feels like maybe he's on the right track yeah and we can see some real fucking noise come out of gabe i love i love that i hope he's doing well um as someone who struggles with mental illness myself i feel like the dude uh, i feel for the guy Mm. you know and i feel like he's finally on a good he's he's in a good place and it's uh and and now in in his working 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 life he's in a good place at least as far as we know and uh he's gonna he's gonna be somebody fucking special here in a minute because like he's got a lot of uh a lot of things to prove yeah absolutely great Mm -hmm. and finally kaito kiyamiya Mm -hmm. coming over from pro wrestling noah uh is is kaito getting a win over sonata and we're gonna have a a big uh, cross representational championship match because last time we had to do from no one, we had a uh, Mara Fuji. Mara Fuji beat Okada in the G1 and set up a big cross promotional mm-hmm. match for the title. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's exactly what he's there for. And and I'll speak with it about Amy. She was like, you know, we'll talk about how deep Kiyomiya could go. And, and, you know, obviously all the talk with Okada and how hot that rivalry was and how hot those fights have been. And she was like, but is that enough that you would see a Noah guy go that deep so they could get to the point where they fought against each other? And I was like, maybe maybe it is, you know. It, it was really hot. It was really talked about. And it's also an opportunity for maybe New Japan to give a little bit of goodwill back to Noah. Because they, yeah. you know, they've mostly been take out of the relationship, and um, you know, maybe the whole deal was based around this, you know, seeing him go quite deep, uh, and and giving him the ability to shine. Did you? I was listening to Super J Cast today, and they were talking about that statement that the Noah Press guy made about Kimi. Did you hear that? No, please. Oh, he was just basically like they were like, "Are you worried about Kimi not being?" you know, at your big show because he's in the G1. And they were like, look, we're we're not trying to be like a mom and pop shop that just like, you know, caters to everybody's whims. You know, we're trying to be a bigger company. And, uh, you know, would it be great if that show, you know, was sold out with people wanting to see Kiyomiya? He's like, yeah, it would be, but it isn't, so it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> basically the long and short of it. So it was kind of like, he ain't shit, we don't really care. <laughs> Was that is the most confusing fucking statement I've ever. I mean, heard. I'm paraphrasing, but to give you the vibe, that's kind of no, no, no. Like even even paraphrasing that, like that's that's worked on, you know. Yeah. Like that's the way that they're supposed to. They they've probably had people sitting there thinking of how to answer this question for weeks, mm. you know. And you can paraphrase that answer, but like the pair that you should be able to take that answer that they've been working on for a long, for a time and paraphrase it down and have me understand it. I don't fucking understand that. Yeah. I I don't understand that at all. I guess like, like the paraphrasing is our AC eight shit, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Kiyomiya, how's that fucking contract looking? When, when's that up? Come jump ship, man. Well, maybe, maybe that's something, but yeah, either way. It's interesting. 
just interesting, like what they're doing and whether that's, you know, designed to make you feel from him even more or, you know, place seeds that maybe he doesn't want to be with that company, you know, things like that. Who knows? Yeah, they're going to – maybe he doesn't because, like, they they definitely don't want young dudes being their fucking champion. In the, <laughs> they're like, come talk to us Noah. in fucking 20 years, kid. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. All right, cool. Although isn't – wasn't Jake Lee their champion for a bit? I don't remember. I don't watch Noah. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so let's move on to the people. So we dismissive about- of Noah. We're like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? It's Kaido Kiyomiya and a bunch of old men yeah, and Jake yeah. Lee, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really, I'm, oof, that I shouldn't talk like that. That's not how it is. That's not what I think of Noah. I'm yeah. sorry. Masawa in heaven. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, fuck. Jesus. Look. Kenta's, Kenta's going to go back and win the GHC. <laughs> he probably will. He's freed up now. All right. Let's go. Uh, who, who's your, let's go. Worst case scenario. For the A block, give me give me a thought. Worst case, case before best case. Worst case because well, remember the worst case scenario always bums us out at the end of the fucking show. I don't know my worst so my worst case this time is kind of the best case in a very evil way. So I'm not even worried about it. I think you're gonna have a good time with it. But uh, oh, for this particular okay. for this particular block, worst case finalist one Sonata, two oh. Ikaleo. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't okay. say that coming. So, oh, I didn't catch that one. No, 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 no. Uh, so, worst case scenario is your w- block winner Sonata. It's, your, it's your, and, the champion of New Japan Sonata. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> World heavyweight champion, IWGP heavyweight champion Sonata. <laughs> oh no. So let's go A block. Best case scenario. Who okay. do you think w- uh, would be the winner there? Uh, I've got Suji and Kaito Kiyomiya, one and two. Oh, Suji Kiyomiya, that's actually really good. Okay. Next up, we're gonna head on over to. The are, B you, block. are you gonna have your own best and worst case, or are you oh, just gonna get, let? Are you just pick? gonna let this fucking garbage fire play out on my head? Man, I don't know that I could see. I could see one worse. Um, <laughs> How about we'll just oof. we'll just I'll lay them down, and then if there's anything that you majorly. <laughs> You majorly disagree with, like, if you're like, it would be a way better case if it was this or whatever, or we'll discuss it. How about we'll do that? That way you I don't, don't have to go through and do everything. Come up with a better one than that. That sounds pretty bad. Like, yeah. that sounds pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. Even, like, if it was Chase, Chase moving on could have a good match with somebody. That's... Like, Hikaleo, it, oh, man, I hope I hope he does good. Yeah. I hope he proves me wrong. But he reminds me a lot of a baby deer yeah. when he's in the ring. Like he he's not really steady on his feet. He's not quite there. Which should we isolate that audio for the fucking preview of this episode where it's like, Rafe, what's your worst case scenario? And I'm like, IWGB heavyweight champion Sonata. If I can get that one <laughs> fan art I fucking pissed off again. <laughs> oh man, that fucking guy. That guy is gonna come after you. Yeah, he can oh. Bring it on. He sucks. All right. So G1 Climax <laughs> B block. Now, we said Sonata sucks, not not the fan. The, that guy, we don't know him. He doesn't know if he sucks. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know nothing about him. He, he, you, know, you can support whoever you want, and I actually respect anybody that fucking goes to bat for their dudes. That's awesome. But Sonata yeah. still sucks. It's all it, – this is all, like, wrestling opinions. Like, 
it doesn't some matter. dude liking Sonata doesn't mean that everyone has to like Sonata. That's your boy. That's your boy. No, and I, I've actually got some friends on? that are fucking all about him. I'm looking at you, we work stiff, but I'm still not all the way there. <laughs> oh, come on. Be honest. Nobody looks at we work stiff. <laughs> They do. They got a whole Discord and everything. I know. Yeah. I know. And us. We listen. We love you guys. All right. We do love you guys. Next block. All right. Showtime's over. This is we're back to kayfabe now. Yeah, Fuck exactly. Off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Starting with Kazuchika Okada in the B block. What do you think? Oh, I mean, that. So this is where we start to get into the uncertainties, right? Because it's Okada. It's G one. You expect the best from him. But this is a different Okada. Again, like with the Sonata, we don't really know what he is at the moment, etc. He's a guy that holds a never belt and fucking beats up kids, you know? Like, I do think he's going to go really deep. I do think one of the points of this tournament is his rivalry with Kiyomiya. That said, though, you Japan fucking crazy at the moment, bro. Maybe Kiyomi and Okada don't even touch and it's like the last night they're in a mixed fucking tag against each other and he kicks the fuck out of him again and they just set up a match for Wrestle Kingdom. You know what I mean? They don't have to necessarily fight each other in the G1 tournament. And you know what? Everybody would be totally fine with it. But I do I do think it's Okada. I do think he is like a pillar of this company and I do think he's going to go really, really deep. He's so valuable. That's a good point. I, I think like everybody knows I'm fucking in love with angry Okada. Yeah. Like this Okada is my favorite Okada since I became an Okada fan. Fucking good old Rainmaker Okada, like Rainmaker Shock era Okada was my fucking jam. Uh-huh. You know, big red and purple jacket, like that was the shit. But uh-huh. now Inoki, like black shorts Okada. Uh-huh. Oh. This is this is what I was waiting for, man. This is the fucking best, and I hope that uh, we get a couple of those preview tags, and maybe he can, you know, slap the shit out of Narita, and Narita can get him back a little bit, you know, just just something, just something, give us something. Yeah. But um, this block is kind of confusing for me because there's a lot of dudes in this block that are all in the same uh, f- faction, you know, yeah. like Osprey and Okan are in the same faction but they've got a they've got to fight at least once um technically like Tongaloa and El Fantasma are in the same faction I guess unless GOD is its own faction I don't fucking know it's hard to say but they're all I like, mean they have their own logo see. so maybe yeah uh Okada and Yoshihashi are in the same faction like you don't normally see a lot of that and this mm. block is just fucking full of it yeah, so it's another weird one another weird one uh how about Yoshihashi how do you feel about Yoshihashi going into the G1? Same way I feel about Yoshihashi all the time, really. Get out of my life. Dude. <laughs> Fucking Yoshihashi. Really I, I think Yoshihashi's going to have some good matches and he'll have an upset in here that you didn't see coming. Like he'll probably beat Osprey or some fucking shit like that. Um, but he he's Yoshihashi. You know what I mean? He's a tag champ. He's there to set up. Tag to, like you're not going to really see him break out of this or be anything different or or anything like that. So he's just a just a nice steady Yoshihashi. Speaking of, uh, so he is a tag champion. Mm-hmm. Let's see some other people in this block that we think could set up some uh, sure. defenses. Looks like we got Tongaloa in this block. You mm-hmm. think we could get a, a Tongaloa setting up a God versus Bishamon title defense? Absolutely. That sounds good. Um, El Fantasmo. 
doesn't have a tag team partner at the moment. So mm. we'll move on. Tai Riddle Chi. me this. You probably haven't seen it because you haven't seen the uh, Independence Day shows. But uh, in that, our boy Alex Zane was partnered up with the Murderhawk monster, Lance Archer. Murderhawk monster. Yes. And he was like, it was really funny. Right from the start, he's like, Alex, knock him the fuck out. And Alex is like, sorry, man. He says, I got to knock you out. I don't know what to tell you. Like, and then they were sort of, after the match, they were sort of pally. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of like, oh, and they maybe, they maybe, like, it kind of felt like maybe we'll be back for tag league or something like that. But then we also know that, like, El Fantasmo's building bridges with, uh, with Alex Zane. Is there a potential here for a whole new faction where you see like a, a Lance Archer with an ELP with an Alex Zane? I would love that. That's I a good collection of dudes because, right there. Yeah, just a wild, just like anybody who's, it, it'd be like just five guys, but good. <laughs> <laughs> just like a, a band of misfits, just fucking wild dudes. Yeah. 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 Just absolutely crazy people who come out. They've all got, you know, fucking bad guy pass but they've all got you know good guy futures and they're all gonna fucking come out here I love and just it. whoop ass like like Lance Archer was the face of that match and he was still knocking out young lions left and right like the entire time first thing he does he's like point, hey what's a, going on I'm back and then just fucking floors away or something that's just what he does no. yeah that's awesome yeah that's great. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that we're getting some fucking wild men coming coming back. I really wish Lance Archer was back for the G1. Mm. I can understand why he's not. Uh, but like Lance Archer in Japan just feels right. Yeah, he like, got I on the it. mic afterwards and was like saying how much, it, like how stoked he was and how was his ex, you know, hundredth match or something like that. And he said, "You'll see us again soon or whatever." And he was kind of talking about him and Alex. Lane. So maybe maybe there is something there. Hope so. Mm-hmm. Hope so. Uh, speaking of people that's good to see back, Tongaloa, haven't seen him in quite a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's back to uh, hit this G1. He wasn't amazingly impressive uh, in the G1 last time he was in it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, how do you feel? He's in a block with a bunch of dudes who can have great matches. So, I mean, if he can't have a great match with, you know, Osprey or Tai Chi or Okada or Yoshihashi, like, yeah, you're gonna have to break out and do a little bit of solo, uh, solo running here, buddy. Mm. But I think you're gonna have some. You're gonna have a good run. Again, it's there's no hiding in a block like this, so it's gonna be interesting. Like I feel like him and Taichi could have like a really good match. Um, yeah. We just haven't really had the opportunity to see it, and that particular G1 wasn't particularly exciting. So I have to see what he can be as this new sort of face Gorillas of Destiny character. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Phantasmo, E-L-P, E-L-P, E-L-P. Mm-hmm. Um, coming in with a new face persona, mm-hmm. coming in still a man without a country. Mm-hmm. How you feeling about him? I'm feeling real good about him. I I don't know if he's like a finalist, but I feel like he's going to have a real good showing in the block. Maybe not even in victory, but I think he, it's going to be a real – good tournament from him but i think we'll see some real contentions and probably like an upset or two from him like you know takes a big scalp like an okada or something like that you know start to legitimize his his g1ness i tell you i'm circling his match with osprey 
Yeah, I think oh, that's gonna be and him are gonna have a good time. Absolutely, that's like closing in on the end of the the tournament. That's like happening on the sixth of August. Yeah, so we're gonna have to wait for that one. But I think that could be one that I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, because that, last that's time, like just before the finals, right? But that's before we start yeah. getting into the finals. Yeah. Uh, how about Tai Chi, our boy Tai Chi, who we uh, desperately missed mm. on Forbidden Door? Desperately. Uh, I always expect good things from Tai Chi. Again, this would yes. be, if he wasn't in Osprey and Okada's block, I'd be like, he could be a finalist or whatever. It's the one thing about this block is it's really hard to overcome those two names and especially yeah, like really with is. all their history and all that kind of stuff, right? And then like I said though, but then you've got the wrinkle of the fucking mid-card belts that those guys are holding at the moment. So it's like, are they – even in the mix this year because like Will's whole thing was like I have a year left to fucking do what I haven't been able to do in New Japan, which kind of to me felt like beat Kenny, beat Okada, Okada, be the world champion, you know. And so he's just beat Kenny. So Kenny then beat Okada and then just beat Sonata at Wrestle Kingdom or is Sonata even champion by the time we get there? You know, like there's just so... I don't feel like Sonata's going to be champion by the time we get to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, it's there's so many wrinkles in it. And so it's like who... And then, then that draws your eyes back to A block or even potential challenges, challenges beyond that that could challenge for Sonata's belt before then. Example, so Sonata, say Sonata does finish as a, you know, one or two. He could then go on to verse either number two from block C or uh, what is it, number one of block D, depending how that works. So then you can, so that means you could potentially set up a challenger from either of those blocks or it could come back around. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't need to yeah. necessarily set up challenges from A. So depending how deep he goes, the riches of who could be a potential future champion before Wrestle Kingdom even grow. But I want but I want it to be a challenger from A. I would love, I love to see Will Ospreay versus Ren Narita at, at Wrestle Kingdom or Will Ospreay versus Shota Umino or Yoda Suji. But that's just it's just not gonna be that way. Yeah. It's just no, not. It's I would not. fucking love to see Yoda Suji walk into Wrestle Kingdom as champion to face Will Ospreay. And and you know what? Two, three years, we might. Yeah. But yeah. but but not yet. You know. Yeah, not yet. So it doesn't feel like it. The yeah, the other option is like, I mean, is there is there a scenario where so say, Sonata goes pretty clean in his block, Suji beats him right, and they've both got real dominant records, but because Sonata has lost to Suji, he goes through, you know, the same record, but he holds the winning record over him, he goes through, so then Suji doesn't win the G one, he gets a title shot at one of the pay per views before Russell Kingdom takes it but then immediately drops it on the next show you know what i mean like there's there's so many scenarios and with the way they've booked new japan at the moment you just don't fucking know and it's so interesting just don't know and and that is the one know. thing i will give them credit for the ball the fucking balls it took to put the title on sonata because it has left everything up in the air and i know i give sonata shit all the time but what he means, like what him holding it means, is interesting. 
Doesn't mean I like his matches, but but it means it's interesting. I can see what they're doing with him too, like having him be that ring general that's dissecting his opponents and stuff like that. But like we all know, Sonata's a fucking himbo. He, like we know there ain't much going on behind the eyes. Like yeah. this is this, this is what they're giving. This them. is some heavily produced matches. <laughs> All right, all right. We're talking B block, though. Okay. We're talking B block. Okay. Uh, Who we got left? So we have, did we talk about Tai Chi? We did. What about Will Ospreay? We, we just went into Will Ospreay kind and then, of. And then we went like, on a tangent. So yeah. it, to me, the whole story feels like it should be Will's story, right? Finally yes. wins G1, goes on, does those things. But then he's got this big red piece of shit fucking hanging around his neck that I'm like, why does he have this? And where's you it going? off that belt. That is not a piece of shit. It's beautiful. I mean, it, it is beautiful. Belt. Look, I I do like Big Red. I've got a picture of me holding it up here while we talk about belts I've held. Uh, but it, it's a wrinkle, though, in the story. Because then probably, like, a, he's either got to drop it, but, like, he's not going to. They do it a double gold dash again. And they're like, let's merge the fucking belt. You know what I mean? Like. And then when and then this we get joins, another, we get a new belt, a V six, <laughs> and it looks like that it's red, but it's also got the wings. <laughs> oh God, no! See, no, you know what I mean? I'm like, what are you doing? That's the worst case scenario for this fucking G one. <laughs> that is the worst case scenario. So yeah, I just don't know. I'm like, is is the Wrestle Kingdom plans not will? Are they just leading to like another Kenny thing? But they're not because I think Kenny and Will both said after Forbidden Door that they were sort of done. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. And my brain is too yeah. fucking cooked to decide right now. But you got it. It's it's not about plotting it out. It's about what do you want. It's not exactly. what we think is going to happen. It's what do we want yeah, to happen. Yeah, exactly. And this is best, best case scenarios. So for me, yeah. I still – Think my best case scenario. No, no, no. We're not. We're not done with the block yet. We're not done with oh, the block. Who? Then, then who else? I got? On. Who else? The fucking the, the great Okan, oh, former champion of the British. Oh, all hail, bro. That's about to fuck up my best case oh, scenario. Of, I real got, quick. Last night I got a t-shirt version of your uh, your windbreaker, your oh, great Okan windbreaker. What, the, the logo off the back of it. Yeah, it's got it's a white t-shirt with that logo on the yeah, front. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. There was another one he had there that I was this I was this close to getting. It was a white shirt that had a stack of pancakes. I know the one I've said, I've said it before. Yeah, yeah. I was this close. Nah, was this you close go you go that. get that one that that's on my windbreaker. That's such a sick. Oh, logo. also, also I got a I got a nice pair of uh, gym shorts. Mm. What the they're new, like the G one what? Or no, I they're, they're they're just Soul Sports New Japan ones, but they're like they're they're like the biggest ones he had. Yeah. And because I'm a big dude, like I'm a, I'm kind of a fatty, but like. They they're really tight on me. They're they're not like so tight you can tell what religion I am, but they like <laughs> definitely make me feel like they definitely make me feel like that episode of The Simpsons where like Ned Flanders is running around in that <laughs> fucking sexy speedo thing. Yeah, yeah. In his stupid sexy suit. Flanders. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, just for home Donna, use Donna with kept the wife saying, then. Donna kept saying last night, like, oh, it's like you're wearing nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the the new G one climax thirty three shorts are sick. I bet. I bet. Um, okay, so yes, Great Ocon, fucking all hail. Like mm-hmm. he's definitely going to be doing something special here. Then we'll move on to Kenta, and I know that you 
have some love hate going with this one. How how are you feeling about Kenta going into this G one? Um, like his new hair. He's got blue streaks in his hair now. Um, pretty cool. Before tonight, I would have said absolutely trash. He had a pretty good match with Eddie Kingston, bro. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. But hmm. a lot of that comes from like the emotion of Eddie Kingston, though. You got to give credit where credit's yeah. due. You know, and then Kent yep. is a good foil for that, but like Eddie was pouring on the emotion, and it was it was pretty special. Um, look, I'm he's the fucking he's the night off in this block. You know what I mean? He's going to be doing the fucking hijinks and shit. He did do a hijinks that I hadn't seen before. I mean, it's probably old news for people, but I, I hadn't seen it. So while Eddie was distracted or the ref was distracted, he went and got his shirt, right? And as he was gathering up, I was like, oh, there'll be like a weapon in it or whatever. But he wrapped it around his own neck and then as Eddie sort of picked him up, he like reached back and then made it look like Eddie was strangling him with the shirt and then the ref's like, hey, and then he's like, yo, 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 no. And then while... He, you know, Eddie's getting admonished and he's getting the shirt pulled off him. Then Kenta makes his move on him, you know. <laughs> like, so, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, that was kind of creative. It was a little bit different from him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that sounds fun. It sounds like really fun, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty good. So, let's see. Uh, he, he's finding his way. I'm a, I'll wait and see with Kenta. I'm not going to write him off at this time. He might be pr- pretty entertaining. Okay. So, we've now. Breaking down the B block, we've got three different champions in this block. Yoshihashi, wow. Tai Chi, mm-hmm. and Will Ospreay. Oh, I forget Tai Chi's got a belt as well. Oh, and Okada. Got that KOPW title. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the never six mans. Like that's I mean, it exists so that it doesn't. Like it just depends how yeah. they feel that day. It used to like during during fucking lockdown, man, it was it was one of the, my favorite titles. It was the one I looked forward to a lot. It mm-hmm. was the Kurrican Hall, like you know, headliner title, but now it's going to go back to where it's like locked in someone's closet for six months at a time. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and break it down here. Who do you want to see challenge for the big red from this? Who do you want to see get over, get a, uh, a pin over will and challenge for big red down the line? Hmm. I wouldn't hate El Fantasmo or Grado card. I would love to see Grado card as the champion of the Americas. Um, yes, like, and obviously, that's Will, a champion we can be proud of, exactly. And obviously, like, Will and him are in the same faction, but I feel like that's how just United Empire do it. Like, I don't think they care, yeah. So, they would, they no, would they're be. all about competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I think El Phantasmo would do great against Tai Chi in a KOPW match. Mm-hmm. I think that that could be a ton of fun. That could be cool, that could be really cool. Um, I Great Okada again, we're just so biased to the guys we like, but uh, Great Okada and Tai Chi would be really good, and I could actually see Great Okada wearing that blue belt. Kind of feels to me like something that Kenta would sort of have his eyes on as well. Kind of mm-hmm. likes those, like, weird belts. How about know? how about this? How mm-hmm. about Okada challenging for the U.S. title? Don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. Maybe so, that would be one way that one mm, way that we could get the the wrinkle of the will belt. out of here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. Okada could eliminate Will out of this scenario somehow, 
and then challenge him for the belt, win it, and then Will is free of its weight to do other things. But then, know. how does he get to how does he get to Okada again at Wrestle Kingdom? Just mm. Okada, or beat Okada, mm. or beat Okada between here and Wrestle Kingdom to mm. continue on that that I've got one year story. Here we go. How about this? Okada beats him in the regular G1 climax scenario. So he's got a win over him. Then they both come out as one and two out of the block and they go on their different stories. Okada goes off, gets knocked out of the contest by Kiyomiya. Osprey then beats Kiyomiya, setting him up to not only get a match at Wrestle Kingdom, but then also have to defend the red belt against Okada. Lose to Okada, still Wrestle Kingdom. But see, the only thing about that is that then you kind of put a, a pothole in the road, like on his road to Wrestle Kingdom, where he has to take like this like big loss before he's going for the title. But you can sell it with yeah. promos and shit like, oh, fucking, it's so hard, bruv, fuck. Oh. And then, you know. Bruv, bruv, bruv. Bruv, bruv, bruv. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's time. Mm-hmm. What is your worst case scenario coming out of the B block? Mm. Worst case is going to be. It was Kenta and Tagaloa, but I've taught myself back into Kenta, so I'm changing that out. Tugal, let's go Yoshihashi and Tagaloa. Okay, Yoshihashi one, Tagaloa two? Yeah, let's do that. All right. I don't hate Yoshihashi winning a block. I'm going to say it. Mm, I do, uh, Yeah, I see that's why he's kind of in there because there is, like, he can finish as a eke through as a two or whatever and then you get some finalist action from yoshihashi and i don't need to see yeah i'm into it i'm, I'm into not it. into what it about in the anyway? best case scenario best case scenario for B-block. i think one and two osprey and okada i think there's more interesting stories to happen down the road yeah um i but i love my guys i want to see okan move on i don't want okan to okay okay Maybe it's okay. Okan misses out, like because he gets he gets pipped by Will right at the end. Mm. You know, uh, when's their match? Their match is Okan and Osprey. I hate reading these things. Shit. When is their match? I don't know. There it is. Uh, it's seven twenty-five. So it's it's getting towards the end, but it's nowhere near the end. Mm. Um. So I don't think he'll get pipped by Osprey right at the end. Shit. Do you want to? I don't know, man. We could. I would accept a swap out for Okan versus Osprey because we love him so much. I think Okan has got to be there so we can get to the dream match of Kiyomiya. But if we just wanted to, for shits and giggles, while we're talking our best and worst case, have Okan finally receive the push he deserves, I don't. I don't absolutely hate it. And and put another block in Will's way on the way to Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then he's mm. got to deal with that red belt before he can yeah, get to Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. But but you're talking okay. about, in this scenario, you're talking about knocking Will Ospreay out of the G1 before the finals. Shit. By God his damn it. own this is tough. Yeah, it is tough. This is a good storytelling block right here. Yeah. Let's go, let's go Osprey Okada. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right there, and I think it will lead to lead to better finals because of it. Okay, okay. and moving on to the to the C block. C. Let me make my finish my notes here in the notes app that I have. Mm-hmm. Currently in the C block, we're starting off high, up tall, 
with the rig, Tamatanga. The rig. The rig. He's rigged out, buddy. He is rigged. Um, how are you feeling about Tamatanga heading into this? It's been a while since we've seen him, eh? Mm. I don't feel any kind of particular way. It has been a long time since we've seen him. Um, I am interested to see his interactions with Finley, I think, after being essentially just completely fucking cooked by him. You know, we haven't seen him since then. So he's going to be coming back firing. So is he getting a win back here? I wonder. I'm kind of I'm kind of over Tamatanga and David Finley. Mm, me too. Like I'm kind of over. I like the idea of Dave. I like the idea of Tamatanga as never champion. Mm. But like every time he gets the belt, it's taken off of him he right away. He loses immediately. Exactly. So do we care about Tamatanga at all? Yes. We I do. think Babyface Fire Tamatanga is fucking awesome. Mm. But I want I want to see him do something. I'd like it's to like see him win some matches. Push. For example, like win would be good. <laughs> well, I, I think I think when you're when you look right here, he has the opportunity to throw out some fucking fantastic matches. Mm-hmm. I, think I mean, so. Tamatonga versus Ishii could be a fucking that could be riot or <laughs> rad, and um, Tamatonga versus Shingo Takagi could be fucking awesome. Versus Hinare is going to be awesome. Eddie Kingston's going to be awesome. David Finley, we'll see. Um, and then, you know, there's evil. So, and Mikey Nichols, don't forget fucking Perth boy, Mikey Nichols. I would never, I would never forget Mikey Nichols. Unproven. I'm, I'm looking at Mikey Nichols is a, is a tag team wrestler to me in my brains. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard to rate them as highly. I understand. But yeah. I think, uh, this is going to be really interesting actually seeing team DK in this as singles wrestlers, uh, in these next two blocks. I feel like there are. There's something that's kind of hard and completely unproven to know what they're going to be because they haven't really done any single stuff in New Japan. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, I mean, Mikey has, but back in the day, but you know what I mean, since they've kind of come back and restarted TMDK. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, I think Taba has the opportunity here. It's a game, like this G1 is so single swim for me. Like it's like, oh, well, got to to show it. So... Next up, Tomohiro Ishii. Mm-hmm. And I, wow, you know what I think about? Like, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and Hikaleo, all three brothers, we've just been like, put up or shut up time for you guys. Yeah. Like, for all three of them. Yeah. That's wild. It's because it is. Maybe, maybe, there's, maybe there's something coming. Maybe there's something coming for them. Maybe. I hope there is. Because they could, heat them, they could heat them all three up at the same time. To be honest, they feel pretty stale to me. And I know they've been away, so, you know, maybe they come back with some fire and stuff. But to me, I'm like, oh, were well, you guys gone? Like is yeah. how I feel about, it. and there's so much new hotness happening. It kind of feels like a little bit of like a fucking, you know, a little bit of flatness coming into my very uh, bubbly Kool Aid, so to speak. That's so true. yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see some new things from those guys. How about uh, speaking of people we like to see new things from? How about Tomohiro Ishii, Big Tomo, Big Tomo, mm-hmm. uh, someone who doesn't have the same match every night, even though it's still fucking awesome. <laughs> He'll give always seeing brand new things from Tama. He'll give nearly everybody in this block their best match, straight up. I'm sure of it, man. Yeah, he she is the man. It's going to be fire again. Not going to fucking win, but he's there to give everybody their best match, and he's going to do exactly that. He's the fucking man. Uh, did I did I tell you about? Oh, I actually, I think I did when we were talking about the New Japan thing, but 
uh, sorry, the Forbidden Door thing, but how uh, when we were watching Dynamite uh, and Ishii was brought out, you know, and they're like, and our secret partner is Ishii kind of thing. Eddie Kingston goes, and Amy goes, Ishii? And I'm like, and she goes, who gives a fuck? Why would they bring him out? And why is it like this big reveal? Like he's like the final boss, like right at the end. Then he immediately gets beat up and she's like, and he's immediately getting beat up? This is bullshit. And then you hear, ching, and Okada's music hits and she's like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> So Okada sometimes gives a shit about his chaos friends. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was just so funny from the level of unimpressed with Dynamite to the level of impressed, depending on how much Okada's on the screen, like, is, is the ratio. <laughs> Dude, I would tell you, like, my my interest in AEW would be 100% concurrent to how much Okada is on the screen. Like, And yeah, she was like, sure. when the D- Daniel um, Bryan thing, Bryan Danielson, whoever, uh, she's like... Daniel Bryan Danielson? Yeah. She's like, why... Do they think this sickly pale boy could even touch the rig, rigged out, handsome fucking <laughs> jawline of Okada? And I'm like, I oh, know a lot of people think he's like the best wrestler in the world. She's like, he's not. Look how tanned he isn't. And I'm like, well, this is completely fair. And then he his arm shattered like a small baby. Like in the match, he couldn't even fucking. This is hang. something I. This is something I didn't say when we did our Forbidden Door review, mm-hmm. but I I hopped on Puroresu Twitter, like Japanese Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, shortly after that match, and they went fucking shithouse. How come Okada lost to a fucking junior? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. But, yeah, it's like maybe you should be eating some protein with those fucking wheat. Drink some milk, Danielson. No, he's vegan. That's There's your problem. That's why your bones are fucking grinding to dust in the presence of the Rainmaker. <laughs> there definitely was rain in the desert. Though. He's he's um, lucky he didn't take a full fucking steam rainmaker because it would have fucking snapped his head back off his fucking body. He would have been out again. <laughs> the amount of disrespect <laughs> you're throwing out this fucking episode. You dude. can you can tell it's like fucking eleven at night, and I'm just like I've been sick as fuck for four days, and I just don't have time for anybody's bullshit. I'm like I'm not really playing nice tonight. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. God damn it. We'll move on to uh, Shingo. How are you feeling about Shingo heading into the G1? I always love Shingo. Again, I just He's said Tomohiro is going to give everybody their fucking best match, but do not forget about Shingo Takagi. Uh, I'm I'm actually really interested because you always expect him to do really, really well. Um, I, I don't know if he comes out of this block as a finalist, though. Just with seeing everybody that's around, you know? But there's a real chance he could. Because then then you can fucking set up like Will and Shingo rematches in finals and stuff. That's sick. But but yeah, I don't know. They just haven't been doing heaps with him and even at Forbidden Door and stuff. So he kind of feels a little bit downcycled at the moment, which he shouldn't be because he's fucking awesome. He is fucking awesome. And like he's got a match with Will up on the horizon here shortly after the G1 ends. So in Rev Pro, right? In Rev Pro, yeah. yeah. 11th anniversary show. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm into it. Um, let's go on. Mad Mikey Nichols, your boy, TMDK, Perth represent. How you feeling heading into that one? Look, I'm not going to dog the boys, bro. Mikey Nichols, G1 champion. Let's go. Let's fucking go. That's a, and a, and I won't hear anything different until we talk about Shade Heist, but like, um, <laughs> But seriously, I'm really interested to see what Mikey can do here. 
Um, yeah, definitely. He's a fucking great wrestler, dude, and I I think this is a great opportunity for these guys. Um, I think they've probably managed to sort of sideways in with um, with Aussie Open being out, you know, and that's kind of opened up the opportunity for a couple of spots. And these guys are going to show why they're the, like the fucking the Australian tag team for fucking ever. You know what I mean? Like because they're they're great wrestlers, and I think we're going to see some really interesting matchups with him as well. So yeah, I'm pumped for it. I'm 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 glad that they're in. I love TMDK. Excited. Like they're probably probably my favorite fucking faction right now. Um, I'm sad that there's no that like Godo's not in this one you know, mm. or, or Coglin or Gabe aren't in this one just to set up a fucking title match down the line yeah. for TMDK. Yeah. It's oh. not even, or actually it's not on the cards for Mikey, but it is on the cards for Shane. Shane. Yeah. Cause yeah. he's got Godo and Coglin in his, uh, in his block, which is kind of weird. Don't you think that like, maybe they both wouldn't have an opportunity in different blocks, for instance, like Mikey in the same block block as Coglin and then uh, haste in the same block as Godo, you know, something like that where they could potentially set up a couple. Or but Mikey in the same block with Yoshihashi and Shane in the same block with Godo so they could just fucking embarrass the shit out of them. Yeah, that, that'd be great. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, let's go on to friend of the podcast, Aaron Hanare. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you said that there's something on the horizon coming for Aaron Hanare. Mm-hmm. I can say no more, but I think, I think Hanare is going to make a splash this year. Uh, I hope so, man. And I think, like, if you listen to my interview with him and things like that, there was sort of, like, a lot of stuff supposed to happen with Hanare before COVID happened. You know what I mean? Like, he said that sort of the things that would then go on to happen with Shingo and and all that kind of stuff, you know, he felt it was his time before COVID. Like, he felt like it was, it was about time to pull the trigger and then that all got waylaid. And now with everything that's been going on, you know, he's reinvented and United Empire. And I don't know if you know this, but that man's a fucking star in New Zealand right now, dude. Like he gets stopped in the streets, you know what I mean? Like he's it's a, it's weird because it's like, you know, sometimes people are like famous in wrestling and not known outside of it. And he's kind of known outside of it more than he's known in wrestling almost, you know, in New Zealand. Really? Yeah. Uh, like he's on the news there all the time. They're filming a documentary about him, like or have filmed a documentary about him. I don't know if it's finished just yet. Um, and everything he's been doing and the conversations he's been having back in his, you know, his home country and what he's doing with like, you know, the his people there and stuff like that. He, he's trying to make a a real big splash and be a real positive influence there. So. I think we're going to see some really cool things from him, and I could see them like pulling a major trigger on him in this. So I could see him being a huge upset. That may be my bias coming through, but I, I would love to see if we were going to see a dark horse get through from any of these blocks. I'd love to see like a Hanare slip through uh, into like, you know, second place in, in C. That would be sick. That would be fucking sick. And the, the thing about Hanare, uh, Right now, like you said, he's he's primed. He's been there for so long. He's built and built and built and built and hustled and hustled and hustled. And yeah, like with Tamashi and Oceania being such a big focus for New Japan right now, maybe it is time to capitalize on a little bit of that star power and fucking uh, put Hanare out front. And, you know, we'll see what we can do with him like 
as this like ultimate weapon, this fucking giant ass kicker, fucking Aaron Hanare coming in and like, look at the matches he's going to have. Hanare versus Ishii is going to fucking bop. Hanare versus Tomatonga is going to fucking bop. Hanare versus Eddie Kingston. I'm going to fucking circle that one. You better believe. Mm -hmm. And a rematch against Shingo. Yeah. Like last time these guys touched, it was a five-star match. It was the highest rated match from WrestleMania weekend. I know. Which is crazy, and people still underestimate the draw, buddy. Yeah, exactly. And I can tell you, like, once he has his first match back, people will be talking about him. I can guarantee you that. Awesome. Yeah, I can guarantee you. Fucking in. You're not gonna see him coming, but yeah. So So keep an eye on Hanare, guys. Absolutely. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, fucking Kingston, the Mad King. Where are you feeling about Eddie Kingston coming in? It's it's interesting. I didn't expect him to be coming in as a defending champ, so that's really interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I I loved his match with Kenta. I thought he showed like a lot of fire. If he could keep that up for like the entire G one, I think we're going to see some fucking cool shit out of Eddie Kicks. And he showed showed a lot of emotion in his presses and stuff like that. Uh, and it's a it's a lot of effort to keep all that up. But you know he's going to be the strong champ here, so I think. You know, you're going to have to watch for, like, who he's going to beat because he can't fucking take L's to everybody in here. Plus, he's a, a defending champ and he's an AEW guy, so he's going to be pretty yeah. strong at the fucking block, to be honest. Wouldn't surprise me if he was a finalist, you know? If you were yeah, if you were going to pick potential uh, losses that he would take to set up strong title defences, who would you be thinking? Um, let's take... Let's take an Elda Hanare to set up a strong defense in New Zealand or in Oceania somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's take one against Shingo to set up a defense somewhere in America. And let's take one against Ishii to set up one mm-hmm. in, in America as well. or Tomatonga. What about Finlay? I could see Finlay wanting to be like a double belt boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not down on that. Mm. I don't think that that match, that's not one of the ones that I'm looking at, like circled, mm. you know, mm-hmm. I just, I Finley, like I'm going to, we'll, we'll, we'll go into Finley now. Cause it's, he's the next yeah. person up in Surely. my list. Mm-hmm. Finley is definitely the person I'm least interested in in bullet club right now. Really? Like through and through. Wow. I love, I love the war dogs. Uh-huh. I love the fucking, they're like belted it up fucking la dojo boys i love that shit and maloney and my fucking boy dan maloney come on <laughs> and they're being led by david finley who i'm like yeah see, he's good it's fine you know mm. i like the 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 enthusiasm i had for him heading into the new japan cup mm-hmm. has just really plummeted that though. is interesting do you I, think, I hope that you, I'm wrong. What if do you can, think has turned me around in the C block? What do you fine. think has happened? Because the flatness that I'm detecting from you about Finlay is kind of some of the flatness that I've been exhibiting when you're talking about like Gorillas of Destiny and stuff like that. So what has happened uh, to make you flat it out a bit on Finlay? Um, nothing has happened. That's mm. it. That's like, kind granted, of half of the OSJ, course of fucking so Bullet like, Club leaders, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, we've we've had BOSJ, but like. I, th- I feel like David Finley should have made more of a splash instead of winning the never title. Like the never title is definitely not very high up. Mm. Should he have been world champ? Maybe not, but like, come on, man, he needs something like uh, a, a, 
who was the last bullet club leader who wasn't a world champion, uh, which was mm-hmm. Prince Devitt who became a world champion, you know, in WWE. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. that's somebody who's got fucking star power. So like when you look at David Finley, maybe it's, I don't know, man, mm. I just don't know. It's valid. Don't it's valid. Them. Like AJ, like kind of debuted like straight into that like world champ slot, you know? Uh, and mm. they they went to never with him, you know. So that that is interesting. Um, Jay I mean, Jay got a fucking when he jumped to Bullet Club, he had a huge mm. uh, impact right away. Uh, Kenny Kenny built the fucking you know story that got New Japan all that fucking all the eyes from the Western world, mm. you know, as his, as leader of Bullet Club. So I mean, like, there's just it's. He is building a fucking team of badasses, and I love that team. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm at this point, I'm reading, I'm reading the X Men for Colossus and Wolverine, and not for Cyclops. You Nobody was ever reading it for Cyclops, bro. <laughs> Tell I like me, Cyclops, but he's riddle not, me he's this: not fucking... Scott Summers is a dork, but except for in Age of Apocalypse when he had the long hair, that was badass. Hell yeah! Um, riddle me this though. So David Finlay raids the LA Dojo for all the fucking boys, right? And then the title he goes after is the one that Shibata made famous. Like, is there something to be said for what he's doing and who he's targeting? You know what I mean? This is, like, this is not what we think is going to happen, but what we want to happen. Do we want to see Shibata come back and get the never? Hell yes, we do. Yes. Fucking yeah, boy. Well, I mean, but, he, he's I mean, raided his it? entire class. Like, look at all these kids you've built. I fucking taken them all to me, and your fucking legacy is dust as far as they're concerned. And you know what else you fucking made you famous in New Japan? The fucking never belt. And guess what? That's mine now too. So it's like, what do you even have here besides a fucking a brain in a box? Like, nothing. Yeah. You don't even but, wrestle here. But, but a caddy yeah, ever. He doesn't even, even fucking wrestle in Japan, so who gives a shit? Exactly. He's if they, if they do wrestle, it'll be on New Japan of America, and you'll have to pay fucking 30, 30 bucks for it and watch the fucking show. <laughs> in addition to the fucking, it, it'll be a fucking zero hour on a Ring of Honor pay per view. All right, moving on. Fuck. That's the fucking worst case Oh, we need to do best and worst case. Here we go. Um. Well, let's let's look. Okay, so let's set up some never defenses for David Finley real fast. Okay. Who do you want to see him lose to to set up some never defenses? Mm. I don't think he's going to have many losses in this block. Um, I would say Shingo would be the, the main one I would circle. Uh, Hanare would be a good one. Um, and Hanare I, would I, be a great never champion. And I haven't... Uh, I think he'd bring that fucking fire. So Sh- Shibata set up that fucking never belt as like the badass belt, the ass yeah. kicker belt, you know, like that was his thing. Take all comers and, and fucking kick them in the fucking mush. Yeah. And like, I feel like Hanari could do that same thing with Shibata. Absolutely. Uh, with the Shibata belt, you know? Yeah. I would be, be into it. I would absolutely be into it. And you know, you know that he would fucking feast. He'd be like, bring everybody. I don't give a shit. Yeah, just and just like, everybody. You <laughs> have these fucking ass kicker matches and you know that he would fucking, he would put, every bit of his heart and soul into that because he fucking, he would respect what that belt means. Yeah. He's uh, said for a long time, like if you look back at old Hanare interviews, like he always said the never belt was like a huge goal for him. 
So, yeah, we'll have to see. Quick, quick note before we jump off C Block, Evil and David Finlay. They do have a headline match together one of the nights. What do you think that means for House of Torture and Bullet Club, if anything? Just nobody talks about yeah. it. Regular match, nobody discusses it. Yeah. Move on. Maybe that's where maybe that's where the official House of Torture Bullet Club split comes from. Mm. Or maybe uh Finley becomes impressed by the way that Evil gets gets ass kicking done, like mm. gets wins. Like it's not it's not his flavor, but he's still getting the wins. He's still bringing bodies, you yeah. know. That could be it. Yeah, so it's interesting. There's a couple of different ways that could go there. Yeah. Um, so um, I I think there, there's an opportunity for a story there, but as far as the match goes, yeah, I'm probably going to be fast forwarding through a lot of that. <laughs> Double speed on that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Best All right. Worst? So best okay. case scenario. Worst. Best. I'm sorry. Worst case scenario for the C block. Worst case scenario for the C block. Uh, it's going to be evil, and I do have Eddie Kingston because I. Kind of, I'm not even convinced it's not going to be injured and make it all the way through. But let's sit over this conversation. I've since talked myself out of it, and I'm going to go Tamatonga just because I'm a bit flat on him at the moment. And oh, I need okay. to say more. I'm going to ask. Uh, I'm going to ask for a substitution there. Mm-hmm. Can I put Ishi in there? Worst instead case. of instead of Tomatonga as a worst case because like okay yes we love Ishii he's you know he but I don't see a a fun match for him after the G one like against another another person in another block like it would just be another fucking match it's it's not I mean and it might be a fire match but like going into it I wouldn't be like this is gonna be fucking killer all right I, like, oh, I'll okay, give yeah, it to you I'll give it to you for the same reason that you let me have Yoshihashi I will give you that because it, okay. it's not super exciting all right and best case scenario out of the C block um well I did have my my wanted to is Fidlay and Hanare but you've really come down on the Fidlay scenario for me I, I still want Hanare as number two. I just Shingo. feel I just feel like a lot of story is based around Finlay, and I think we're going to see him be quite dominant. And I kind of like the idea of him coming across Osprey down the track. Okay, I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. Like mm-hmm. as long as they can do something with him, mm-hmm. because right now, like like I said, he's the he's the least impressive person in his fucking group. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. Yeah, let, let's go with that. I, I, I still think that. When I look at those names, uh, I think Finlay and Harare are my two. Okay. But I would swap out Shingo for Finlay with enough prompting, but but I'm still I'm still into the idea of the new Bullet Club. I'm into the idea. I just I I, I just don't care for the the person running it yet. Um and you know that's not to say that's not to say that I don't. I'm going to say a, a big yet. Yet is doing a lot of the heavy lifting on there. Mm-hmm. Like I was really into it before New Japan Cup, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know I thought he was going to make some noise. I thought he might win the New Japan Cup. Like we were we were fucking down for it. Um, you know he could be where Sonata is right now, but mm-hmm. it was you know it was Sonata mm-hmm. instead. Twas fine. Twas. And then we had you know he won the he won the Never Belt. 
And then we had BOSJ, so we don't see him for at least a month there. We haven't really seen him anywhere else since then, mm-hmm. yeah. except for leading leading the the war dogs out there who are who are going out and bringing bodies and bringing gold. Mm. I hope that this can refire him. Yeah, me too. I, I think uh, I think he's going to be trying to do a lot of damage. So, and I, I think you'll probably see like a lot of his boys around and stuff. So, I think I think his match is going to be interesting. Let me ask you a question real fast before we leave C block. Mm-hmm. Over under. 1.5 G1s left for Tomohiro Ishii. Is this his last G1 or does he have more in the tank for them? I think he'll do it till they physically restrain him. So you're going the over? I'd, I'd go the over. Yeah, I could, I could see him going again. Unless we saw, okay. like, I, I feel like we've seen more deterioration from my girlfriend than we have from Ishii physically. That was going to be the next one because he's he's coming up at the top of the D block. Mm. So let's go into the D block. Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace. Mm-hmm. Rafe's girlfriend. My girlfriend. The man smells good. He gives fantastic hugs. He does. Uh, I bet he would take you on a, on a on a date to a beautiful seafood dinner. Mm-hmm. He, it, what, seafood? Gross. He knows I don't like seafood. He would never do that. You don't like seafood? No. You're Australian. You live on a fucking island. Yeah. I know. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> well, it would take you. he would take you to a nice... I don't know curry house or something it'd be yeah, great sure, i'd be fine with that um and he would definitely call you the next day of course he respects you we we are already living together how do you feel so about tanahashi heading into the g1 um oh i'm a little <laughs> like bit fully committed i'm a little bit concerned after forbidden door because see for me tana's normally getting into yeah. fucking fighting shape and you know holding himself together with hairspray and fucking you know Fucking promises, yeah, promises, and you know my hugs, love, but, uh, love energy, yeah, love energy. But I, I mean, his his match with MJF was good, but I, I just uh, his one with Swerve wasn't, and I just kind of like I wonder whether he's starting to drastically slow down. You know, um, I'm really not sure how he's going to look in this. It's become really noticeable, yeah, yeah, and so I'm concerned. But you know what? He's such a fucking hero he might just turn around and we're like oh why do we even doubt he just gave us fucking you know <laughs> constant baggers and now he's in the finals like you know like you can't fucking write write the man off so i have you great hopes like, he'll be awesome I, but i'm not i'm not convinced he's gonna be a finalist yeah, about about this time, like you say, like every year you see like pictures of him on social media where he's like flexing and showing off, you know, and stuff like that. And then we just saw him two, three weeks ago, and he had a he had a fine match and he had a an okay match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, like I I will never count out big spot Hiroshi Tanahashi, mm-hmm. but if there is a time for someone to just like put him in his place now might be one like you could get a big a big decisive win like someone like jeff cobb uh could get a big Tanahashi early in the show so like could be a thing could be a thing i'm checking these they're about mid table in the his first match is against Zach. Mm-hmm. Zach could fucking run through Tanahashi, 
do a knee match and then that might hamper him for the entire you know, be Tanahashi's story is like yeah overcoming this this knee match and stuff like that um zach get a big decisive win right away mm-hmm. could be a thing man there's every chance that that's the way it's gonna go i'm looking at his current like i went i should go check his instagram because like you said normally around this time of the year he's shirtless and showing you his abs and everything like that it's not it's not as much that it's big chestly but he's wearing a t-shirt the whole time he's got the guns out but he's not really super flexing so yeah i don't know i do not know so that's that's ace watch over under over under 1.5 g1s left for hiroshi tanahashi Mm. i think there's more chance he doesn't go again than ishii not going again but that's that's a good point but it's the ace you know what i mean look i've got to see him in this it's the ace he might just fucking kill it bro you don't know you know what I mean? Like, he was like, oh, it's forbidden door. It's fucking MJF. Who gives a fuck? You know, like, I need to save myself for from the G1. AEW title, like. Uh... Yeah, but was it's not, though. Is it? It's not really for the AEW title. <laughs> you know? It's the first match and MJF comes out calling New Japan an indie. You know? Like, it's a fucking gaga, like, USA wrestling match, so. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we will right. see, my man. We will see. But there's some. All right. I know this. This is a weird block for me. It is a very weird block. Uh, so yeah. Next up is uh, we've got Hiroki Goto, IWGP Tag Team Champion. Um, okay, he's not going to win. He might <laughs> pip someone and get second in the block. Mm. But like, do we care? No. No. <laughs> Just don't see it. I just don't see it being care. No. Uh next up, Toriano. Uh he is, certainly is Toriano. Mm-hmm. Who does he fucking pull pull the wool over their eyes uh in this? Does he get a big um get a big scalp in this one like he normally does? He gets he usually gets one a year. Mm. But who could it be? That is a good Naito? question. Yeah, he's kind of done that to Nido before, though, right? And Nido is fucking the roll-up master at the moment. So um, I could see yeah. maybe like Jeff Cobb, ZSJ, like one of those maybe. Yeah, could be. Could be. Uh, I mean, like it's going to be whoever whoever's like leading in the block. He's going to catch somebody slipping yeah. right at the end of the tournament. So it, could exactly. be anybody really. Exactly. Uh, maybe Tetsuya Naito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be ZSJ. Yeah. Tetsuya Naito. Um, like, might be having a resurgence here. Like, his story with Sonata is definitely like, a it thing. might be Naito's block to win. It might be Naito's tournament to win, setting mm-hmm. up Sonata versus him at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That is a scenario that I hadn't played out in my mind. I'm not sure it's a, a scenario I like. Um, but it sure could be a scenario. Maybe the maybe there's legs in that, like as a headliner. If you're going to keep the belt on Sonata, is that a drawing match? Is Sonata versus Naito a big deal? Well, I mean, uh, Sonata's been going through everybody else from LIJ. Mm. He's gone through Yoda Suji. Mm. He's gone through Hiromu. Mm-hmm. Like, we could do a thing where he takes on evil, like between here and there. I'll, oof. 
God, did I just put that in the earth? <laughs> I mean, evil um, isn't in LIJ anymore. <laughs> he's not, but he's former LIJ and they were former tag team champions. Yeah. So the story, you know, mm. um, it could be, it just could be a thing mm. that they do. Mm. I'm, I'm just going to be on the lookout for that. I think, I think maybe this might be Naito's year. Yeah. Sleeper I think, pick. I think so. I think, I think he could go really deep in it as well. He's not, not like my best case scenario, but I think he's a real chance to, to go quite deep in this. Definitely. How about Zaku ZSJ, Zach Sabre Jr. Coming in as the NJPW world television champion. Uh, like saw him last night. He looks in great shape. He's you can definitely tell he was in America because he's got the TV tan going on. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. He's he's looking he's looking uh, looking stacked. He's looking good. He's a blonde bombshell. Let's fucking go, Zack Saber Junior. Uh, who do you think he sets up um, well, some he, matches for? I not think maybe not many. Go. I reckon he's going to go pretty fucking undefeated in this. To be honest, I think because he is like you know a bit of a tournament specialist. And he tends to just get yeah. caught out towards the end. So I could see him going quite deep here. I could see him maybe dropping a fall to Shane Haste and like doing it into TMDK mm -hmm. defense. Um, I think Jeff Cobb is probably one to look out for. I don't think their business is done in any way. So I could see Jeff Cobb catching him and setting up one more match and maybe that's the end of Zach's run as TV champ at that point, you know? Could be. Definitely could be. Their match is towards the end of the tournament. Yeah. Uh, not not quite. It's kind of smack in the middle. Yeah. Uh, but they might. Yeah, they might catch a uh, catch a good one there. Uh, they've had a well. They've had two matches. Two yeah. matches for that belt, or just one? Two. They had like a draw mm. and then a Zach. A win. draw and then a win. Yeah. Yeah, they might. They might do the Cobb win after the G one, which oh. I'm not against Jeff Cobb uh, with that belt. I think if Zach could move up to a new belt, uh, mm -hmm. maybe take another shot at Sonata, uh -huh. that might be fun. I don't hide um, it. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. I want Zach as world champion real soon. Mm -hmm. uh, let's move on to Shane Haste, mm -hmm. uh, Perth boy. Go ahead yep. and do your thing. Shout out, Perth boys represent. What, what? Shane Hayes, G1 champion. Yeah, exactly. Shane Hayes, winner of the G1. Um, I think we're going to see good things from him. I don't think the New Japan fans have really had a chance to see what Shane Hayes can do. Uh, and I think as well, like even at the end of his WWE run, people talk about his flapjack time and stuff like that and just forget how good a fucking wrestler he is. So I think uh, this is going to be a real opportunity for him to shine, especially in this block. Because he's going to be one of the most physically able, if not most physically, athletically able guy in this entire block. You know, if you run down him, Tanahashi is horses, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, Tanahashi is kind of, you know, carrying decades of wear and tear. Naito is not exactly on his best legs anymore. Goto's a dad taking it easy. ZSJ is what he is, but he's not that type of wrestler. Uh, Yano is what he is. Jeff Cobb is like an absolute horse and Coglin is gained as a unit. So Shane is going to be like the most athletic guy here, you know, and I think mm. he's going to show that in a big way. And I think he's going to show a lot of his charisma. So I think, I think it's going to be a good coming out party for him. I love it. I love it. I'm, I think I'm looking at this match or these, uh, these dudes though. I think this might be the beefiest block because Tanahashi. Yeah. He's, he's not who he used to be maybe, but he's still a fucking hoss. I don't know. You uh, might Godo. be forgetting the previous block, though. He's pretty, pretty unity 
as well. Mm. When you start talking, yeah, that's Ishii, true. Tonga, Shingo, Hanare, Kingston, Nichols, like, Kingston. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. They're both pretty hossy, really. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's move on to Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb, uh, how do you feel about Ichiban Kaiju? Um, the Imperial Unit is my favorite. The of Imperial Unit. Um, I like Jeff. He could he could very well be a finalist in this block. Uh, I think I think his he trajectory could. is a little bit more based around ZSJ at the moment, though. Um, but he, but he'll have some good matches and he'll he'll have some big upsets as well. I, I don't know how deep he goes, but he definitely could. All right, mm-hmm. and next up, the Dead Eye Dreadnought, Alex Coglin. <laughs> what a nickname uh, that is! That's everybody, sick. yeah, something something deadlift it's, on Instagram. Great something name. something deadlift. Let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Um, how many uh, people does he deadlift and throw into the sun? Um, uh, not all? that many because they're all pretty big dudes. But there's definitely some people that will be targeted for sun trajectory. I would I say think yeah. the the the. Moment. The moment is going to be when he straight picks up Jeff Cobb, like from his knees, and puts him in a fucking vertical suplex. Is like people are going to take fucking notice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to see that match. Two beefy boys doing beefy boy things. It's going to be fucking. Rad. What's the fucking uh, WCW fans are going to roast me, but I don't know or care. Uh, is it the jackknife? What was Goldberg's fucking Jack move Hammer. that he does? Jackhammer, that's what it is. Jackknife is fucking, yeah, 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 is like Diesel or fucking Undertaker or somebody's powerbomb. Uh, but yeah, the Jackhammer, when he fucking does that on Jeff Cobb. <laughs> Holy shit. It's going to be awesome. It's yeah. going to be real awesome. I fucking love Jeff, uh, Alex Coughlin and Jeff Cobb mm. and Shane Haste and Zack Sabre Jr. and Naito. Mm-hmm. And Hiroshi Tanahashi. I think so, you, yeah, you're going to have a, a good, good time block. with this block. Yeah, absolutely. I think the way it's going to shake out so. with the way we've divided up the days for G wandering, I think I'm basically covering A and B, and you're basically covering C and D. Um, so I think you're I'm into it. You're going to have a good time with that. I think there's storytelling blocks, and there's a lot of people you love there. So I think you're going to have a good time. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Let's go with our. D block worst case scenario. Who you got? Uh, I have this was actually kind of hard because I sort of like everybody and nobody's really a super worst case here. But I went uh, Goto and Coglin purely based around not dogging the boys. And so, like, I couldn't. Dog. What does that mean? I heard somebody say, don't dog the boys. Yeah. And it's hey, exactly it's what you think, think what it would mean? be. Just don't dog them. Don't uh, give, obviously, I won't. Don't dog give the them boys dog then. treatment. Don't treat a boy, a fellow boy, dogly. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, like guys like Hanare and Nichols and Shane Hayes, they're all, you know, closer boys that I would not dog. I don't really actually know Shane Hayes. I've only met Mikey once, but I, you know, there was still proximity close. So I'm not going to dog those boys first and foremost. But then also, ZSJ, Team DK, that's a bit of proximity. I've uh, drank with Toriyano a few times. He's a wonderful host. Goto looks like a great dad. I'm dating Hiroshi Tanahashi and fucking Naito's yeah. LIJ. So you can't dog any of those boys. So it really just came down to limiting the ones that are like I like less than the others. So wow. Goto and Coglin wow. are, the, are the only boys left. I can't, I, I can't allow you to put Coglin 
on this list as a worst case scenario. Who would Sorry, you, buddy. Who would you? I'm going to have to use my once per podcast veto. <laughs> this is uh, bullshit. And oh, put okay. in, you put it. Mm, you've already got Godo, right? Yeah. Nice try. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Whatever. Fuck it. Alex, I fought for you. No, I love you, bro. No, no. Right. You get to pick another one. That's fine. It's okay. It's not. It's not Tanahashi. That's for sure. Mm. It's not Naito. That's for sure. Toriano maybe, but he never makes it out of the first round. They're not going to make him. They're not going to make him a finalist. But I mean, if we Zach, Zach, I fucking love. Yeah, I mean, if you were talking worse though, like I hate to say it, but do you want to see more Yano matches in the finals? That would be the out I, don't. I would give Yano you. In it. Yeah, I don't. We're going to put more. Yeah, like, Goto can uh, dog it in the dog the boys in the worst case, and Yano is going to join him. He can have more time to okay. be a host and, and just be a gracious host. Remember that Rafe did not say that. Rafe loves Yano's Rafe hospitality. Did not say that. Rafe loves Yano. Curtis said that, not me. So I, I just, I, I think after seven matches of Toriano, mm-hmm. I'm not going to want an eighth match. I'm going to say that was good. Thank you very much. You've done your job. This you is were fair. good at it. He's very good. He makes me laugh sometimes. Mm-hmm. Nearly all the time. I don't want him all the time. Almost all the time. But there you go. Let's no, go to best case scenario for the D block. I'm interested to see what you say. Best case scenario for the D block is. Uh, I'm going to say ZSJ is best uh, is one and oh actually is zsj one hang on i'm doing my math real quick oh actually i'm gonna swap it fuck it i gotta i gotta back him in one tanahashi two zsj tanahashi zsj and this is this this is is really this is not what we think is going to happen this is what we want to happen you want tanahashi to be a hundred percent all go, no quit, big nuts, poofy hair, Tanahashi. Absolutely. And I do. fucking go. Fuck yeah. That's okay. what I want. And do I think these two will be the fighters? Probably not. I do think ZSJ will do really good and probably be a finalist. I think probably Naito will be. We've talked about that. But if my best case scenario, fucking Tanahashi all the way. You know I like to fucking talk you into a Tanahashi fucking title run and convince you that he should be at Wrestle Kingdom again. So <laughs> I do. I every do. every year all we right. go through this. So Let's let's look at this. What let's name each block for what it's going to be known for. Single word for the A block. Okay. Uh I I I've been calling it the baby block, but I guess babies rookie kids. block? Like yeah, rookie? baby block works. Let's just go with that. All right. Let's go to B block. Mm, that's the That's the hero block. Hero block. I dig it. What about C block? That's the fucking beef block. Yeah, the beef block. Yeah. All right. And D? Uh, that's the, that was kind of the more story block for me, but that's the story block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got kids, hero, beef, and story. Baby hero. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> I dig it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at the Baby uh, hero, best beef, case story. Worst case okay. Yeah. 
So is it is it worst case from A block takes on worst case from B block or C block or D block or how does so that So the way it works is quarterfinal one will be whoever came first in A versus whoever came second in C. So if I'm doing first in A. Yep. First in A. Second in C mm-hmm. is gonna be Sonata versus Ishii. Okay. And in I'm that sorry, Sonata, yeah, Sonata versus Ishii. Okay. And in that, Sonata wins. Sonata wins. I will remove Ishii's name from the thing. Okay. Next up, next match. Is uh, the best, uh, like, number one of two versus number two of D. Number one of A? Yeah. No, no, no. One one, of, you said one of two. Sorry. Uh, I've written it weird. One of B versus two of D. One of B is Yoshihashi mm-hmm. versus Yano. Okay. For me there, it's got to be Yoshihashi. He's never once okay, poured so, me a drink. Not once. Oh, so we're taking Yoshihashi out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next up. Well, that's why I mean Yoshihashi is still in it because he's a way oh, more, he's a worst case scenario than Yano. I see what yeah. you mean. I thought you were ta- I thought you were going Yano over. No, nah, no. Nah. Okay. Next match. So first of C versus second of B. So we've got evil mm-hmm. versus Tungaloa. Evil. Evil going through. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's this is the worst case scenario. Yeah, worst case scenario. Okay. What's next? Uh let's go for let's go. First, is that all the first of D versus second of A? First of D versus second of A. So we've got Godo mm-hmm. versus Hikuleo. Uh in this, I'm gonna go to hang on, I'm just doing this real quick. Just seeing if my math works out here properly. No, that's not going to work. Uh, Carry the two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just saying who was. So who was it? It was uh, Godo versus Hikuleo. Uh, oh, that's bad. Hikuleo. Okay, Hikuleo. Moving on. Godo okay. is done. All right, let's do that same thing for our best case scenarios here. Do you want to? Do you want, just want to see this through and do like the same? Oh, while, we, while we've got the maths here, we'll just see it all the way through. Yeah. Okay. That works. That works just fine. So yeah. All right. What's the next one? So, so now this, we're on to the semis. So the semis will be the winner of one versus the winner of two. Okay. So it looks like Sonata versus Evil. No, Sonata versus Yoshihashi. Yep. Uh, and I would have Sonata go through there. Sonata going through. All right, and then finally we have Evil versus Hikaleo. And I've got Evil again. Evil going through? Yeah. Evil pips Hikaleo? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, God, I just saw what you're doing. Yeah, you know what I'm doing here. So the G1 Say final. It. Say it out loud. The G1 Make final is New Sweet Handsome Baby Face Sonata yeah. versus House of Torture Evil. Okay. Who wins in your worst case scenario? Oh, do I have something cooked up for you here, Curtis? Oh, please. Imagine this. In. Hold on. Because this is. Here we go. This is a I'm title, man. Up. This is the final. I've got the seatbelt on. Yeah. Let's fucking go. So this is a final. 35 minutes at least. Let's go. Final 60 minute time limit. One hour draw. Sonata versus oh. Evil. <laughs> And at the end, they realize they're better as friends. 
they reunite their tag team and they create the ultimate faction, the House of Guys. That's right. They join <laughs> Just Five Guys and the House of Torture together. You already guys. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm actually into it. Go the fuck to jail. It was so what bad. F- it's so bad I could see the merch. Like, I'm fucking into it. They're all living together. They're paying less rent. It fucking works out sweet, bro. There's like 10 dudes in the house, nine, 10 guys. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah. You like Why it, you don't do you? you do this shit to me? The house of guys. You, you said you had something special cooked up. I didn't know. How evil I could oh. really be. You already guys. You already guys. It already it fucking writes. Just five houses. Yeah. All right. There you go. The The house house of of guys guys. (laughs) sounds like a a restaurant. (laughs) I've come up with some evil shit in my time, but that is that's fucking next. Credit to my wife. We came up with that together. She was fucking I I had an idea and then she she was like, there's no way the worst case scenario isn't evil versus Sonata, and I'm like, and then yes. they draw, and then they join their factions, and then we just fucking spitballed and went, we were pissing ourselves. God. So, yeah. House oh of Guys, God. it's a thing. We'll get the merch printed on the Akata Shorts fucking page. House of Guys. Yeah, there you go. If anyone if anyone out there wants to draw us a, a, a logo for our House of Guys t-shirt. I would love to see it. <laughs> I would absolutely <laughs> love it. You would make it. If... <laughs> if Positive Wrestling Fan wanted to make me a full action figure set of the House of Guys, all nine guys, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I think it's nine. I think that's right. I think there's four House of Torture members. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Is it, It's Togo, Show, uh, Pimp, and Evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's nine guys. But not to be confused with just nine guys, that would be wrong. It's House of Guys. No, no, no. House of guys. House yeah. of nine guys. Yep, exactly. Nine dudes in a house together. Sounds like a frat. Yeah, exactly. I bet they throw absolute bangers. They would. Show's got the fucking dubstep on nonstop. <laughs> God, that's gross. Oh, I hate every <laughs> fucking everything you just said. I'm so sorry. All right. Oh, uh, now, now. I wish we'd finished um, with that. I wish we'd finished with it and it was just mic drop. I'm not that. even going to give you the best case scenario now, so you've got nothing to look forward to and then leave. Oh. <laughs> the core has well, been night, disconnected. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is where we would awkwardly try to work in a fucking <laughs> work in a, a, a Nord VPN ad, but no we're need. not going to do that anymore. No need. No need. Mm-hmm. No it. need. They don't want to do business with us anymore. Yeah. All right. Are you sure we don't want to do do best case? No, no, we're go definitely good doing best case. I've okay. still got 10 okay. minutes I before I kill I myself, like, so that's it. fine. Yeah. All right. What's the math again on the... Uh... Okay, so quarterfinals, one will be the first of A block versus the second of C block. All right, so we got Yoda Suji versus Aaron Hinare. Oh, Fuck, yeah. that's, that's a fucking that's tasty, match. isn't it? You like that? In that one, unfortunately, Suji comes out on top, but who better to fucking make his name off than an absolute fucking weapon? So that's hot. Absolute weapon. And, I mean, Hanara's That'd gone quite deep at that time and then just ran into, you know, the next big thing. Gets Gene blasted. Yeah, gets his ass blasted. Gene's blasted his, fucking out of his Gene's body. fucking blasted. Yeah, that's what happens. What's the next match? 
How funny that Gene Blasted was our fucking like highest rated episode of all time. The, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what Ryan was saying in the numbers. This is the fucking power of the Gene Blast people. Uh, quarterfinals two uh, is whoever came first in B versus whoever came second in D. All right, so we got ooh, Osprey versus DSJ. Yeah, that actually that fucking turned out hotter than I even realized. Uh, in that. I would have, I would say Osprey goes through, but that's a fucking tasty speed bump to for ZSJ to get pulled up on. Mm. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, mm-hmm. next up mm-hmm. is quarterfinal three, which would be the first of C versus the second of B. Uh, so we've got Finley versus Okada, and in that I'd have Okada going through. Okay. And the final is, uh, is quarterfinals four, which will be the first of D versus the second of A. Kiyomiya versus Tanahashi. And in that, oh, that's fucking so much better than how I had it originally. Uh, in that, I'm going to have the huge upset of Kiyomiya. Oh, man, that would be a scalp. That Oh, that would make sense too because maybe that's what Noah, like, they were like – we got we want Kiyomiya in like a fucking look like a star. Okay, how about he beats the fucking ace? But see, this is Jeez. the that's a, see, then I'm going back to what I think could happen where I'm not really booking what I want to happen, which is convince you that Tanahashi can fucking win the entire thing. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I mean, it's okay. I'm gonna go with I'd be very happy with Tanahashi there. And to be honest, like I said, I'm not all the way feeling he could do it this year. So when I've passionately ranted for hours and convinced you to my way of thinking in the past, I don't truly believe it in my soul this year. So it's not as easy mm. to do. So that's fair. Though it would be fucking sick. Could you imagine fucking the ace just does it one more time at Wrestle Kingdom, takes it from Sonata's fucking cold oh, dead so fucking good hands it's so fucking good man. okay that's that, although although this this character that they have for sonata would have something cooked up he'd have something cooked up for the yeah. fucking then i'd end up seeing fucking sonata beat my hero nah fuck that so this is best case scenario it's best he gets nowhere near sonata's bullshit so kiyomiya goes through uh okay that. okay then next up we got one. into the mm-hmm. so it'll be semifinals the winner of one of quarterfinal one versus the winner of quarterfinal two uh, so that would be Suji versus Okada. Ah, no, it would not. It'd be Suji versus Osprey. Suji versus Osprey. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Osprey gets his the, the actual. Yeah, no, I've got it. I did some homework. Um, Suji gene blasting at Osprey for the first time. Uh, and I have Osprey going through there. Ooh, that's gonna be fucking rad. Okay. And then we get Kiyomiya versus Okada. We do. And Kiyomiya wins. Oh, (laughs) shit. Okay. We're calling upset time. Don't you reckon this is a testament to how well they fucking did with that angle? That, like, I am not a Noah fan. I've watched fuck all of this dude's shit. I've only seen him in a handful of matches, most of which are just him getting the shit slapped out of him by Okada. Yet I'm like, put him in the fucking finals of the G1. Let's go. <laughs> Get him all the way to the finals. Yeah. Him versus Osprey. Dude, oh my God. How many feathers? So many feathers. Jackets? The ring jackets in this fucking final would be so sick. They're going to have to bring in a whole new class of young lions just to carry out all the jackets. 
that's true. Mm. So then Osprey let's name, versus... Let's rename our fucking... Let's rename our podcast to Osprey's Jacket. We might have to. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but um, I think uh, it's going to be then Osprey versus Kimia and then Osprey and then going on to to Wrestle Kingdom. And so I'm a little Osprey bit... Osprey wins. Yeah, and then Osprey wins and then that sets up. Kimia gets his win back on Okada but sets up the inevitable you know, rivalry with them and then Osprey's on to fucking put Sonata in the ground. Hooray. But... The, the only thing is that's like that makes that maybe too unrealistic for me is like a new Japan going to put like a foreigner with a, a current in up in the air contract and a Noah guy in their final. Uh, probably not a Noah guy, mm. but I mean, they've done that with, they've done that with Kenny before, yeah. you know? Well, uh, that's he true. Was, he was at Osprey's well and truly po- proved his loyalty in, I would say more than Kenny ever did. He kept coming yeah. through all that fucking uh, pandemic stuff when he could have just gone, hey, what's up, AEW, and just gone. You know, he yeah. he saw it through. I will say that, like, that scenario there, maybe not Kiyomiya winning, but that is pretty much the only way you get to Okada and Kiyomiya is the semifinals. That's the only way is that both of them get that far. They can't meet in the quarters like with the way their maths mm. lines up because their blocks are too different. One and two don't meet again until they get, until the semis. If they win. And then, and then we get them, we get them setting up at, uh, no, okay. How about we don't get them setting up at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. Kiyomiya takes his win and heads back to fucking Noah with it. I, I got your scalp. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Then Okada can't, Fucking, he just can't take it. He's he can't lost let to it go. Kiyomiya. Yeah, can't let it go. He fucking goes shit house on every young kid in uh in New Japan first, mm-hmm. but worst on Shota Umino. Mm-hmm. And then Shota Umino is like, ah, Okada. Fucking every time I see him, he's fucking beating my ass, and I fucking can't get. It. Daddy Moxley, can you come and just beat the shit out of Okada at Wrestle Kingdom and we get Okada Moxley at Wrestle Kingdom? I mean, it does feel like Mox and Okada have unfinished business, but I mean, it makes Shota look like a bit of a bitch that every time he's in trouble, he just calls on Mox to come deal with it. He's like, my feathered pants are all ruffled. I need. I'm going to say, if the fucking spicy pink boots, you know, fit, fucking wear them. (laughs) If the. A hundred glow sticks around your wrist fit. Yep. Dole them out into the crowd and call in. Yeah. I'm gonna say I ain't never seen Shota Umino wear fucking shorts. Mm. Maybe I've seen Moxley once wear he shorts does. before. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. That's kind of all you need to know, people. We'll let you think on yeah. that. Well, that's it. I think we have a lot to look forward to. Um, I think there is so many opportunities in this G1 for so many different scenarios. You know, even best case scenario that I just laid out could just be fucking in the wind. You know what I mean? Like I had best best case for A, I had Suji and Kiyomiya. Those two could not even be in the conversation. It could be fucking yep. Sonata and Umino, you know? Like it could be, you know, Sonata and Narita or Narita and Umino. Over in B block, it could be Okada and Osprey. It could be... Okada and El Fantasmo, Will Ospreay and El Fantasmo, Great Okada, fucking Tai Chi could be a fucking upset in that block. It could be, you know, 
Okada gets knocked out in the first round. It's Osprey and Tai Chi through, and then and then Okada's all fucking pissed off and starts slapping kids again just to make himself feel better. Over in C, you know, there's so much. Like I really want, I would love to see like an upset and see Hanare get out of that block. That would be so cool uh, for the time he's yeah. been there. But seeing Shingo like put him through instead of you know Finlay or whatever, and some of those finals matches that you can have like with him meeting Osprey again or running into a Suji or a Kiyomiya or a Sonata or something like that, you know. Um, Tanahashi winning the whole damn thing, looking like a million bucks, no problem. That would be pretty great. Like, you know, there's so much to work with. So, yeah, I'm so really many different, excited. So many different storylines could be coming out of here. We've laid out just two scenarios. Yeah. There's so much that could happen. This so is such much. an exciting time. It's yeah. gonna, it's gonna be a great time. It's, it's funny because every time we have these conversations, you come in, you're like, I don't know, I'm not really feeling this. And then by the end, we, by the end of the episode, we're both fucking pretty ha- hyped on it. So yeah, it could be, exactly. could be really great. I, I think I'm always feeling G1 and feeling stuff. I think I'm just not always feeling recording after work or before work or things like that. It's more to do with my fucking <laughs> hectic schedule. And it's not even that I'm not feeling like recording. It's more like I'm not feeling like being conscious. Like <laughs> it's the issue. But it, go to bed. yeah, exactly. It always bounces me back. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. it's always good to get in here and have a chat. So we will log off now. We will thank everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, for those of you who have not had an opportunity to check out the Hanare interview over on Faces and Feels, I'll drop it in the Okada Shorts feed as well. So don't fucking go too far because it'll just pop up for you, spoon-fed like always, uh, in the Okada Shorts <laughs> <laughs> folder. Uh, that'll be fine. Um, I don't know why I'm being such a prick tonight, but we are the International Wrestling Grand Prix. So we fucking, we Dude, didn't even do our intro good, again this show. I'm your good friend, Curtis Spears. That's your bad friend, Ray. <laughs> I'm really good bad. time friend. to have you tonight. God, it's midnight and we're doing the intro to the show now. Fuck yep. me. Dude. So we got two hours of podcasting left to go. Let's go. No, let's not. You know what? <laughs> you have an amazing time in Portugal. Fly oh, yeah, safe. Dude, it's gonna be great. My my Have cousin's getting time. gay married. We're gonna yeah. fucking go and celebrate their That's love. It. It's gonna be amazing. That's it. It's gonna be so cool. Congratulations. And I'm gonna sit with my fucking toes in a beach. There you go. Under a fucking under a fucking umbrella. Yeah. I got. A, I bought a brand new book to oh. to go with. I'm gonna fucking read that. Let's fucking go. There you go. Just do, do some hardcore relaxing, my dude. You guys have deserved it. Oh, you've yeah. done to work very hard. I know you've had lots of saving to do for everything that you've got coming up this year, so it's nice that you get a holiday. So have an amazing time. Be safe. Get back safe and sound, and you'll be rewarded by some great G1 action. I don't know how the fuck we're going to find the energy to fucking overcommit and record our own episodes for every single one, but we'll get it done like we do every year. Uh, We'll also by then have fleshed out what we're going to do as far as our tipping goes. Um, and I'll put that in the first episode of G1 Drink so people know what we're doing because we'll undoubtedly be in contest with each other in some way. So. Yes, sir. It's going right. to be so much fun. Absolutely. And thank you very much for uh, listening. If you enjoy our particular brand of whimsy and you want to hear more dick jokes free of charge, please uh, f- check out our sister shows, The Faces and Feels cast, where Rafe interviews people like uh, the United Empire's own Aaron Hanare and other uh, great independent wrestlers and really gets a glimpse into their, their lives. 
You can also check out my other show, Throwing Dice Podcast, where we talk about tabletop wargaming, tabletop role-playing, and all the hobby uh, within that. If you'd like to hear uh, from our sister shows, Hot Friends, you can check out all the other shows on the Count Out Podcasting Network. If you'd like to hear our other show, Drop Your Shorts, which comes before uh, this one. It didn't today, but well, you know, most of the time it does. You can check up, and that's where we talk about our lives and things that are going on with us. It's a little bit of bro time. Mm-hmm. You can find that on the Countout Patreon. It's patreon.com slash countoutpod. And uh, follow us on all the fucking social medias, including the brand new threads uh, thing that I think is the new Twitter clone that we're all going to start using instead of fucking Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never but- even heard of it, which sounds about on brand for me because I didn't hear about Twitter till fucking... It had been a thing for like 10 years. So there you go. So maybe I'll get on the cutting edge of that nice and early. But, hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening every week. Thanks for helping our little show grow. We really appreciate it. And you guys know what to do. You need to rate, subscribe, listen or die, keep it right, keep it tight, and most importantly, keep it what? Sure. Tell your friends. See you one time. Radio is the only show hosted by Ryan Knightsey and Scotty Edwards that talks about the entire world of professional wrestling. With new episodes coming out every Sunday, there is absolutely no reason to not listen to real, honest wrestling opinions from two crazy maniacs. Have a hot boy summer and listen along to Ring Post Radio every Sunday on the Countout Network. This has been a Countout Podcast.